together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Everything's running smoothly. And Miss Ride Shea, it's your KC, my word, me, Hey, what's word? Kansas City, happy Thursday. My name's Hartzell. I missed you, Kansas City. I'm not going to lie. I've been cooped up in this apartment for days now. I'm not necessarily mad about it, but I miss you. I really do. Please, please go get them shots, y'all. New Year's Eve is coming up. I know y'all want to get jiggy with it. I'm just saying be safe. Please be safe. Somebody said this perfectly. Who was it? It was uh, Tom Hartman. That's who it was. He's a personality on the left. And he said this brilliantly. He said, listen, you're trying to go out one night, trying to, you know, bump some ugly, trying to knock some boots, you know, having sex. Would you have sex with that person without some type of protection if you knew that person had an STD, a virus that spreads? I bet you wouldn't slide in unless you had some type of protection. Yeah. How is that any different from getting a COVID vaccine? We got a virus that is spreading like wildfire. You want to be protected, don't you? Yeah. It's a good one, isn't it? Thank you, Tom Hartman. All right, my friends, on the show today, how do we take this walk? On the show today, we do a sports thing with BetSided.com's Benny Heist. We get existential because that is what we do. Back in your feeds tomorrow, it is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Don't you forget that. In the midst of this nonsense, I love you. We're going to have that good day in Kansas City. My name's Hartzell. Up next, Benny Heist. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. a sports thing. He is our managing editor over at BetSided.com, part of the Fansided Network. But you know, on this show, he is our manager and chief. Let's go Chiefs! And Benny Heist, as we're talking Chiefs, as we talk really all of sports right now, can you help us sort this out? Where in the hell are we? We got games being canceled. COVID mania is running wild, brother. So help us get through all of this. Benny Heist. What's up, Hartzell? Happy New Year, bud. I, I don't know what's going on. I'd like to come on and talk about how I know everything, and I've been following all these crazy COVID cases. I, I will say locally, everything appears to be on the mend for your Kansas City Chiefs, and Vegas is reflective of the fact that they're finally getting everybody healthy. The line started off with the Bengals at plus four at home against your Kansas City Chiefs. The line has gone upwards to five and a half at some books. Come back a little bit, now hovering around five. So I think from a local side, uh, everything's looking pretty good. Uh, the only I, I really don't think you're going to see any cancellations this week. We had some news coming in with the Indianapolis Colts that their quarterback, Carson Wentz, was dealing with the COVID situation. But uh, the big thing is, Hartzell, they, the NFL basically came to the decision of, well, tell us about this new Omicron variant. Uh, it's extremely contagious. Okay, so we're uh, going to go ahead and write that down. Uh, oh, the, the symptoms are, are much more mild than that of Delta and other COVID cases. Oh, well, you know what we'll just do? Well, instead of 10 days of quarantine, we'll, we'll just go with the CDC guidelines of five. The problem is, man, like CDC guidelines are so different from like people breathing and sweating all over each other. It, to even compare the two is asinine. But sure enough, the leagues are trying to do everything they can to keep games going out on schedule to get that money coming in. And there's most likely going to be a full slate of NFL games on Sunday 
bearing any unforeseen circumstances. Can I go ahead and speculate blindly? Because I think the part of this ridiculous new CDC guidelines, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think it's ridiculous. We are fighting a pandemic. Why are we worried about going back to work? Again, I'm preaching right now, but I do think that part of this policy is related to folks, organizations, big business like the NFL. Again, I'm speculating blindly. Science reigns supreme, but I'm just saying this does not seem based on anything other than dollars and cents. And the NFL makes yeah. a lot of dollars and cents. The NFL was full business as usual when <laughs> when everything came out involving COVID. I don't know if you remember this back when when everything shot. You know, actually, screw that. We we talked about this <laughs> a handful a handful of weeks ago, right? Like we had talked about how when the NBA shut down, that was our moment. I think both of us agreed with this that like holy sh this this is real and this is going to start taking a serious impact on all of us around the country. And that was when, like, you got the message about 15 days to slow the spread. And none of us had any idea. The NFL at that point, by the way, wanted to just say, oh, well, free agency is open. And while the rest of the country is in the midst of the pandemic, they were paying players hundreds of millions of dollars and guys were moving around signing new contracts. It was as if it didn't exist. And now, you know, how interesting that uh, sports is a micro as a sort of a micro center of our time it's now kind of the same thing oh well it's just a thing and you know guys will move on and they have five days it, it's remarkable man it's absolutely remarkable that we are at this point that full-on blown COVID situations are going through multiple leagues including the nba and the nfl and the nhl and nobody really gives a shit because they want to get these games out on time uh, that's kind of the world that we're living in now and it's it's a, it's a bit nerve-wracking can I just take a bit of a walk? But I do think this is related. As you are trying to navigate this from a sports journalistic side of things, the last 20, 21, 24 months, we've had the racial reckoning with George Floyd. We've been going through a pandemic. How do you, as a impartial, I guess whatever that word means now in 2021, as an impartial journalist, knowing that there are, you know, there are right and wrongs. There are certain lines in the sand, but you have to cover it from a sports angle. Maybe even knowing that what is being done is not the best for insert topic, public health, race relations, coalition building. I mean, just I'm, I'm rambling now, but how do you try to, to navigate that? I wish I had a good answer for you because as powerful and as impactful as so much of this was, I, I think it helped to resonate for for more folks watching because there were so many things that were taken away from them that I think our attention spans were far more serious, right? Like, think, think about the NBA in the bubble. I, I know that technically the ratings weren't that great and everybody sort of blamed it on the, the woke environment of the NBA. And now, sure enough, uh, you know, ratings for Christmas Day and same thing for the NFL were at its highest ever. So I, I don't necessarily buy that. But I, I, I think it was what everybody was talking about because it helped part of the conversation. Like every, everything was felt through the prism of the pandemic and shutdowns and people struggling and trying to figure out. There, there's a lot of confusion. And, and now I just feel like everybody is so straight line forward that they, they need to just they're not as interested in the message when the message needs to be rang even louder and clearer than it has in the past. So I'm with you, man. I, I think if anything, it should be an opportunity where these messages need to hold true as much as possible. I, I just question how many people want to take it seriously at this point that feel like it's only becoming a disruption for them when instead the, the opportunity to learn remains there. Does that make any sense? Yeah, man, look at us. We found a way to get on the couch, didn't we? We always find a way. <laughs>
before I let you go, Benny Heist, I guess we are looking back at the year that was, and I'm going to even piggyback off that last question, brother, as you have now made that come up, baby boy, from Sports Illustrated, now the managing editor at BetSided through FanSided, which is huge. Let's take a stroll down memory lane. I know you got to go back to work. That is part of your come up. You got to work a lot more now, but man, looking back, how do you feel you've done? Not just sports. I don't give a shit about that. How are you doing? How do you feel? That's a really... It should be a very easy question to answer. And I, I think I I feel optimistic even when I, I shouldn't be. And I'll, I'll give you a, a small case in point here. And I'm sure there's going to be somebody listening that'll find a way to, to put a negative spin on it. I, I, for a long time, Hartzell have been somebody who believes that there is more inherent good in the world than, than bad. Even though I believe that, you know, 75% of the world is idiots. Like, I still believe they're, they're, they're good idiots, and, and most people in and of itself still mean well. But there, there's a, a case that happened. There's a, there's a journalist in Chicago. His name was Jeff Dickerson. And for anybody that knows that name, they, they might have heard, um, you know, some, they might have seen something from the Chiefs or from uh, Andy Reid. He covered the Bears for about 20 years in Chicago. Uh, radio guy that I grew up listening to. And just a, a tragic story. His wife had uh, had cancer, fought it for about seven, eight years. He died two days later. They had an 11 year old son, Parker, who's who's now orphaned with the loss of both his parents within a two year period. And this this guy, Jeff Dickerson, was just well known without through the Chicago area, just a, a prince of a human being. And there was a you know a GoFundMe that was started to try and you know help you know, the help for, for education and for expenses, just to make sure that their son knew how meaningful and substantial and impactful his, his father was and the effect that he had on everybody. It started off as a goal of about $10,000. And then it started to pick up a little bit more steam. And then Adam Schefter continued to retweet it in his timeline. This thing is about to get close to $1 million Wow! for, for wow. this kid. And I think about I think about the good in the world that someone that the majority of people that are donating never heard of this person before, especially now that it's really gone national. You know, I understood it from from the Chicagoland side, but there's they're they're now at eight hundred twenty eight thousand nine hundred twelve dollars and continuing to grow. And I just it, it makes me feel that even when you feel like the the world is kind of blowing itself apart, and and by the way, go go and see Don't Look Up because that's another Absolutely. thing that'll kind of that'll give you sort of an indication of, of where we are as a society. But I see all these people donating to try and help out a kid that they've never met who uh, is going through some real rough shit right now, and it brings a little bit of not joy but but hope. Uh, to me that like we can still eventually maybe figure a lot of this out. And so I, I think that's where I'm at right now is that I know that on a day-to-day level, I'll go on Twitter and I'll see something and Republicans will make me mad and I'll get upset and I'll think about the, the current state of the world, but then I'll go and I'll hug my wife and I'll hug my kids and I'll think about some good kindness and I'll, I'll listen to this show and I'll put a smile on my face and I'll be okay. And I think that's kind of a good message for 2022 is like, we've gone through so much at Hartzell in the last almost plus two years. And yet here we are and we're okay. And that's, that's a relief. That's, that's an accomplishment. We've earned that. And that's a long winded way of, of me winding down before the new year. But I, I think if we, I think if we can recognize that even through the crap, we'll come out on the other side. All right. That's, that's, 
something to, I think, feel proud of. Leia said it best, my friend. Hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you see it, you will never make it through the night. And I think sports, I when it. done right, sports and you, my friend, you contributing to the sports narrative, that is hope. That, I think, is hope for all of us. So my brother, Benny Heisey, managing editor over at BetSided.com, part of the fan-sided network. Benny, yes or no, Chiefs win this weekend. I will say the Chiefs win. I think it'll be a lot of points on both sides. Burrow's got some some real good weapons over in Cincinnati, and it kind of reminds me of, of what happened with the Chargers game, where they were finally that one team to really put a bunch of points on Kansas City's defense. I, I think you'll see something similar, but... Chiefs have too much firepower, and Bengals have been beat too many times deep. So I, I do like the Chiefs to win. Give me the over in that game, by the way, at 50 and a half. Benny Heist, my brother, I love you. Happy New Year. We will chat soon, baby boy. Love you too, brother. Happy New Year to you and to Kitty and the rest of your family. And uh, yeah, man, looking forward to another great start, another great 2022. Hey, people, gather around. I want to tell you about my favorite town. They got baseball.